Hey, this is Alan Arkin. You're listening to Call Now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call now. Call or log on now. Call now. Call right now. Call in the next 18 minutes. Call in the next 16 minutes. Call in the next 7 minutes. Call or log on now. Hello and welcome to Call Now, where we plunge headfirst into the surreal world of infomercial. And while we can't offer you free shipping, we can guarantee that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are definitely those of this network. Thank you, Tim. My name is Dan Sturdivant. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host on this three-man we've known as Call Now. We have hand-hammered Mark Pedrati. Hey, Mark. Hey, baby boys. Good to see ya. Mark, only limited by his imagination. And here's my fortune cookie, Dave Sandrini. Hey, Dave. Uh, all sources say hi. <laughs> uh, I screwed nice. that up. Well, I'm just glad you didn't let us know what Confucius said. We'll get to it because we're heading back into the kitchen. We're going to do things a little differently this time around. There's no crowd, no conspiracies, no problem. There's no high wire stunts or dramatic testimonials. Mm. Nope. We're going to watch an Englishman prepare a meal and talk to us for 18 straight minutes because we're going into Arnold's Gourmet Kitchen and scaling the Great Walk of China. Now, from the ancient Orient to your modern kitchen, introducing the original hand-hammered wok from the People's Republic of China. Perfectly designed to create authentic Oriental dishes just like a Chinese master chef. The Great Walk of China. The hand-hammered wok on the hard work of 3,000 years of Chinese ingenuity. This is the only authentic Chinese wok available, according to this infomercial and our Sherpa, Wally Nash, who brings us through. It is as simple as can be, right? It's a walk. It's a, it's a, <laughs> guys, it's a great walk. Come on, guys. We're having a lot of fun here. <laughs> he just cooks in every sense of the word. We, we talk about our hosts and pitchmen out there just doing their things. What are you doing? What are you And it's almost like every time that we said, why don't they just get out of his way? Just clear out. Let, give this guy the ball. Let him do his thing. Got to win. And, Arnold does exactly that. Go ahead, Wally. Show him how you do some cooking. Arnold Morris is the host of Arnold's Gourmet Kitchen, which I could not find any other infomercials for, <laughs> which is bizarre that it's set up as like, oh, this is Arnold's show, and we'll talk a little bit more about Arnold as we go. A legendary pitchman, Arnold Morris. Arnold the Knife Morris. He's the guy who brought us the Ginsu Knife infomercial, so he is very reputable, very well known. How is that for a clever cleaver? He is Ron Popeil's second cousin. And over here, my cousin Arnold. So mm-hmm. it's literally in the blood uh, from this family and the personality of their shared relative, that grandfather who was, I guess, Arnold's grandfather and Ron's dad's uncle. Yeah. This is my cousin Giorgio from Italy. Good stock. Because he, he produced some some wild ones. So Arnold is leads us into this, shows up for a couple seconds, lets us know what Confucius say and talks about fortune cookies. You ever go to a Chinese restaurant and after the meal you just couldn't wait to get a fortune cookie? Hands it over to our man Wally Nash, who then goes for 18 minutes and 22 seconds. And I would be stunned if there was a cut or an edit. This felt like we've talked about the concept of the live pitch. Got a long show, folks. The, the state fair, the boardwalk pitch. Made it to the biggie. This felt mm-hmm. like a guy who's been on the boardwalk for 
decades. It took me over 10 long years to invent a fryer. And knew every single beat and was cooking the entire time. Are you serious? <laughs> he was not just talking about what was happening while someone else was cooking. He wasn't being illusory with anything. He was literally making a succulent Chinese meal. A succulent Chinese meal. Right in front of us, end to end, from a cold walk to a completed meal to Arnold coming out and stuffing his face. You'll be first in line, Arnold. But at least Wally maintained the integrity of the dish by forcing him to use chopsticks. Use the chopsticks, oh, make it authentic. Okay. It was bananas. I like banana. I loved it. I love this thing. Incredible, baby. Incredible. <laughs> Key thing here with his pitch is that doesn't even entertain the idea of audience participation. No. Like Ron, Ron is pretty, you know, dictatorial, like, like a dictator, you know, in his methods. Dump it in. But this guy is literally just forcing this on you. And not really in, not so, it's aggressive. What's wrong, Eli? But it's, you know, you're learning, so you're kind of, it's like he's explaining a gun or something. You know, it's like, this is very instructional. Yeah, very instructional. Yeah. He does it up front too, which is nice because you're like, I've seen this before. So this is the rotor racer. I've heard about it. I've never used it before. I've seen this dish before. I've made this before. Yeah, I know what a wok is. I mean, I, I have a wok and Greg. I learned that use the small burner, right? And use the walls to put the food up on like that. That's some that's amazing. That's incredible. That I got that from that. And he started there, which got my attention. Yeah, the, am I spoiling anything by saying that he was uh in the RAF then? No, not at all. Uh Bruce Willis is dead. We only see what they want to see. What? Of, yeah, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of sorry. this info. Sorry, 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 yeah. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Bruce Willis does not make it out of this, but he does make it out of the kitchen. Go ahead, Dan. He's got a phenomenal amount of British charm. This cheerless chest into a charm but also he, he, it feels like he's a military guy up there well if this is it old boy i hope you don't mind if i go out speaking to kids sort of commanding a lecture and even in his sort of movements how about when he takes the the instruments like the i forget the names of them which i'm sure you guys remember the chan and the ladle yeah names all of them and does like one quick little move to show you how they work yeah. now the utensil i'm using is called a chan and then on to the next thing not missing a beat and we don't cook the onions too much it's oh yeah it's pretty impressive I how crazy was it? How easy and flawless when he was like showing the ladle and throw, showing the chan and how it just comes together and he moves on from that. Now you will see as the cooking goes on that every little thing to do with the wok and its utensils have all been very carefully thought out. Yeah, one fits inside the other. Just boom, boom. It's a, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, everything is balanced with one another. It's it's really, it was good. Cars yeah. up, boys. We're going into the air for 20 minutes. <laughs> There's a special rung in hell reserved for people who waste good scotch. <laughs> Just like Dunkirk, eh, old boys? Just like Dunkirk, eh, old yeah. boy? <laughs> yeah, he was, he was great. He had his little jokes and his bits that he always snuck in there, which will receive the dedicated attention they deserve in the Ronnies. But the way that he walks up to each component... I'm using peanut oil, which really is the best. ...gets through each step of the mm. recipe. The onion juice will serve to tenderize the meat. And he is also cooking a meal from raw to completed a succulent chinese meal in the course of that 18 minutes and he talks about the the history behind it too right where it's not just remember in chinese cooking you're forever taking stuff out and then putting it all back in again at the end this is a walk this is how you cook but he seems like he really loves it so if he doesn't really love it He's selling the shit out of well, it. Well, remember, this is the original. This is the way Wok's always used to but be. But I feel like he's just a guy who's like, oh, you can make a lot of money selling these real Woks. I'm great at this stuff. Yeah. Learned it inside and out, and then even got into the history because 
again, building on those militaristic sensibilities where it's someone who kind of wants to understand the history of how we got here kind of thing. And Sun Tzu says the art of walk. Nailed it. It was very impressive, the whole thing, this, you know, the unscripted yet perfectly delivered sense of it too, right? It felt like there weren't cards behind the camera. No cardboard. It was just two cameras. Yeah. He was moving around quite a bit too. Like the camera was pretty fluid. It, wet. You gotta have it wet. It reminded me of almost like, like a Jerry Springer, like talk show. I'm a stalker. You're a stalker. Yeah. Up there, you just kind of have to like stay on them as they they're not scripted. Yeah. yeah. Pre- pretty A to B though. It is if you want it to be. I mean, he was mm. he was one place than another, but mm-hmm. his movement was noticeable because go. He was kind he was of cooking. Uh, he was cooking yeah. the entire time. Yeah. 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 And even when he would do the non-cooking things, like you mentioned, putting the the Chan and Leo together, or having. They only had one other walk there, if I remember correctly. This is the chan, which the Chinese use for stir-fry, shaped to fit the contour of the wok. This is the ladle for soup, stews, and rice, and the two fit together. But it wasn't for cooking and hiding things. It was to, like, bang on it and show, like, the thickness of the metal. Down here, it's purposely made three times thicker than it is up there at the top. To show where there's different gradients, like where the hand-hammered curves and divots are in it, which are intentional. Inside the wok, the indentations, the marks from the hammering have been left in there. Which, speaking mm. about what we learned, is those are there to hold the food, like you said, Mark. Like, oh. Now, it is those hammer marks which are helping to hold the food up to the side, but still allowing the liquids to drain and collect in the middle. That's kind of great, because if I didn't know that, I would get that and be like, oh, I got a lumpy wok. Like, what do I do? That sucks. Yeah, that was a cool. lumpy wok. He's like, no, you, you want a lumpy wok. The lumpier the wok, the, the better the... <laughs> mm-hmm. Better the buck, Joy. Well, in fact, you do, young man. <laughs> he was fantastic. So Wally really gave us the, the full run, the full ride of things. From a product overview standpoint, there really isn't a whole lot more to say, right? I don't know what to say, really. It is a hand-hammered walk built on the 3,000 years of history for how the Chinese have always made these. They are from China. China? Imported in to this company in Southampton, New York, and shipped directly to your house for the low, low price of $39.95. They knocked 10 bucks off of the fair price. And I'll cut $10 off the price. Because they sell so many of them. First of all, without even haggling, we're going to take $10 off the price. That was the other thing. It's like Wally's kind of like bringing the inside with them too. He's like, we're always selling for 50 bucks, but we sell a shitload of them when we do it on TV. So you get them for 40 because these things are going to cruise. So like, let's, mm-hmm. let's, get, let's get all the walks out. I can't wait to go to St. Bart's because I've earned it. Now, we don't do this because we love you or we like you. We don't even know you. But we sell more walks in one day at this show than most stores sell in a whole year. Good for you, Wall. Like we said, it's just the one meal that they cook too, right? When you see the actual blow-by-blow, which is very different from what we're accustomed to, especially coming off of some of the things we've seen with like the fryer. And- fried chicken. We did coconut shrimp, deep fried ice cream. I did a turkey, the onion ring, shrimp, fried some okra. The baby back ribs. I've never had bread that moist before it fried shrimp balls crab balls crawfish right. balls meatballs yes balls <laughs> mix the best bacon pressure cooker how about chicken low country how? boil pound the meat with flavor chili just take a look on the internet and the the bullets pew, pew. are we early or something where it's this could do everything 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 this was like yeah you know it can do everything because it's a walk sure duh but let's look at the one thing that you should do with it and the right way to do it where's your coffee grinder I'll help. oh sit down. very relaxing and refreshing even though he was politely jamming it down your throat that you need to buy this thing ah that is very sneaky <laughs> it was nice that he was kind of just like but mm. like we said 
you're gonna learn something too. It's like, oh, this is great. Yeah, just a stir fry. So, Guess what we call it? Stir Friday. Yeah. But you know, there's a lot of complications to a stir fry. Or a lot of steps. Yeah. You can do it wrong. You cannot make any mistakes. And yeah, that was the thing, right? 18 minutes to make a stir fry in a walk. This is the point though. Moving a point, you don't have to celebrate it, right? This is the point of Chinese cuisine. He talks about that too. Spray powder for everything. <laughs> it's supposed to be like this. It's supposed to uh, they keep talking about the health benefits and all weight watching organizations recommend what cooking. Yeah, like Chinese cuisine is is all about having these health benefits. It was so cool how he explained the conical design because i've never used one to be honest and i learned a lot it's got a lot of principles of like a cast iron very like the iron we use in those old iron skillets of ours no he says that too though right when he talks about the needing to season it how to season the water right? yeah. like you need to cure the pan before you use it to make sure that it's gonna nothing's gonna stick to it you know what i'm noticing right away is how smooth it seems to and be if you cure it correctly i kind of laughed when he said those 30 minutes because i flashed back to thanksgiving and the 13 minute goddamn oil to warm up. It takes about 13 minutes to heat up the oil. Right. I was like, no, this is different. This is a this is actually a one-time exercise. 64 different exercises. And he's not gonna charge you for bamboos uh, or chopsticks every 90 days. And every 90 days from your purchase date, you're going to receive another supply of filters. So I'm okay with having to cure my, my water. Yeah. This thing lives where there's no oven you can just take it off of and put it in. It is the oven. Acted as a stovetop and an oven all in one. Yeah. You know, so it's everything. It's everything. Yep. It's, it's special. It looks magic. And unlike the other products we covered, I believed him when he listed the multiple things it could do with his versatility because <laughs> he showed them all to us. Also, uh, he didn't trademark any of them either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was disappointed. He said he could steam the vegetables, but you can't walk steam the vegetables <laughs> or you can grate bake up whatever. I was like, oh man, well, you're leaving money on the table, babe. Yeah. But I was going to say, like Tai Bo, it appropriates Asian culture. Tai from the Korean word for foot and Bo for the word boxer. But also motivates you to, you know, do something. Yeah. Get off your butt, man. It had a very the more you know feel because you're kind of like, oh, wow, that's kind of great. Yeah. We talked about the beauty. Rebecca, you look so pretty. In the simplicity. That's very, very easy. Of how they laid this out, right, from a production standpoint. But I still had, just kind of had to ask, Why? Religion, greed, money, sex. But why? 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 And as always, it's easy to dismiss this stuff as a joke, but you have to consider the whys of each show. And there are a lot of them. To be honest, I had to have a little fun. But seriously, we're having a lot of fun here. With this one, just because it's so straightforward. So let's get right into it. All this was really missing was a jab at Russia. Something like, <laughs> it's so easy, even a drunk Russian can get their dirty mitts on it to make this thing a full-on Cold War victory lap. It's 1989. I don't see any reason why it would be. You can even make potato vodka in here if you were poor enough. Oh, whoa, 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 hey. I was going to say, what? what says... Chinese cuisine like a negligent American in a British CAD <laughs> shouting cooking instructions at you as if they were explaining the basics of a Kalashnikov. So but yeah, politics aside, <laughs> Wally's a gem. Uh, the man goes at least, I think Dan had it at 18, right? It goes about 18 minutes. 18 plus, yeah. 64. Without so much as a breath. Can't really tell if he's funny or if he's clinically <laughs> cynical, which is great. British. Other than that, yeah, he's pretty right. <laughs> Other than that, the production stuff is kind of a bore. It I got bored. Looks like a cooking show, which is always fun if you're into cooking, which I am. Is that amazing, folks? But you have to appreciate this one for its seemingly honest. I really like to tell people the truth. Product approach. Here it is. Look at 
this is what it does. Look, it's still working. Look at that. It's better than the competition. I don't know how I could do this at home with any other machine. Go buy one, moron. What else do we have to do, right? I'm going to talk for 18 straight minutes. 18. I'm going to produce a meal exactly how you should. Have us over for a nice family meal. And there's no food in sight. The right way. What's wrong, Eli? Tell you why I'm doing it the right way and what you're doing wrong, most likely. Then there's always a production. And then... We'll take 10 bucks off, whatever. Oh, wow. Without even haggling, we're going to take $10 off the price. Cool. Yeah. You get the utensils too? Utensils. And chopsticks? Chopsticks. Molly. And they're kind of <laughs> cool things this time. Cool stuff. Slick stuff. Neat stuff. I got a kick out of it because they threw the cookbook in there, which is always the silliest thing to me in these infomercials. But they're like, here's the cookbook, right? In 1989, though? 1920. I know. Yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You needed the cookbook. And they also be sure, which I think is one of the things they might have undersold a little bit, was to put people at ease they're like you don't need to find a special grocery store for this stuff it's okay you don't have to rush to find an oriental store you can find these in your grocery store based on items you can pick up from any supermarket it's there we we promise you don't have to leave your neighborhood put the safety lid on okay you can use this and cook your food in it it's safe no one can mess with me <laughs> at least they shouldn't <laughs> we promise it's like all right yep. I get it. It's, it's like, so it's jarring in 2020. This is 2020. Or 2021, whatever we want to call it. This is 2020. We've seen walks for so many years. I do think in 1989. Tonight, a look back at 1989. There were people watching that infomercial. Tear down the Iron Curtain. Hopefully drunk on Dr. McGillicuddy's or something <laughs> at night. Ooh, Ooh you yeah. have to brush your teeth when you throw that up. That's Ooh. nice. They might have been like, oh my God, I've seen one of those before. Oh, uh, well, it's a DeLorean. I always wanted one, but like now we take it for granted. And yeah. just like everything. Yeah. yeah. If you go to somebody's house that's cooking you dinner and... You're going to cook with it? They're doing it in a wok. Got any berries? Are you kind of like, this person's kind of a dick. We got a trash can right <laughs> Is it a little pretentious <laughs> to be cooking no. with a wok? Or is it just, no, it's, is it just well, puritanical New England Dave talking here? It's hot cold. Hot dogs and buns. There's no warm with that, but yes. It takes about 13 minutes to heat this up. This person might be a dick. I've never had bread that moist before. But this person might just fuck your life up too with a really good meal. <laughs> a succulent Chinese meal. Yeah, yeah. okay. What yeah. if the wok was just the centerpiece and the final instrument in the last line of just a string of infomercial products that they use to make you a meal? Ingredients. Blend together. And so they use the magic <laughs> bullet to prepare your appetizer mm. and your sauces. Choose your blade. And then they made you some fresh oriental noodles in the Popeil pasta maker. Oriental noodles. Toss them into the stir fry. Put in garlic, you put in your olive oil, you put in your stewed tomatoes, a little basil, and add your pasta to it. Maybe they power pressure cook like 14 pounds of lasagna to have on the side. Have you tried the lasagna? Because, I mean, when you think a nice Chinese meal, you're going to want to have some lasagna there on the side, maybe some king crab legs. I chicken. love this kind of chicken. You could do a whole old country buffet. Do you like hot fudge sundae? A low country buffet boil. <laughs> Make a low country seafood boil for your friends. Wait, also, <laughs> just one thing. Correction, you meant the pasta. Fresh homemade pasta. From the magic bullet. The spaghetti from the magic bullet. <laughs> it was one the thing. pasta? Yeah. Have us over for a nice family meal. Yeah, the mystery pot. The PA pasta. That's what that was. A, a PA stuck there on the set. <laughs> that was great. Weird. That was an intern's last jab. Hey, I'm punching. Hey, I'm kicking. At his boss, he hated. He quit that day. I didn't want spaghetti. I said it four times. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking grapes. Got any berries? Stupid spaghetti. <laughs> Hate this shit. Russian horse pasta. I had to spin so many <laughs> plates, like literally. <laughs> 
in my job. <laughs> oh, you're working on a lot of things? No, I was literally spinning goddamn plays all day for the stupid salad shooter. Oh, I hate this. I'm going to work in finance. I'm done. If you have a credit card, then use I'm it. I'm done. Were you hungry while watching this one? To feed the hungriest gorillas in your house. Yes. Yep. Me too. Yeah. Versus the five and one. Off the bone. Baby. Oh, yeah. That was my biggest gripe in the five and one is I was, I was actively unhungry watching I'm going to throw so up. Pull it out, and it's about three quarters of the way done now. Yeah. yeah. Eating any of that food. Dave, what does it for you? Is it the celery? Computer load up celery, man, please. What do you got? Oh, man, I love the whole procedure. Because I worked in some restaurants. I can't believe this. I'm telling you. Dan did too, right? Oh, yeah. There's nothing like a militant chef. Bullshit, I can't hear you. Yes. Sort of like someone that's so cynical and so tough to talk to. Yuck, I hate broccoli. But it's yeah. just making beautiful food. Is that amazing, folks? And this guy's kind of like that. Did you ever befriend one of those people? in your restaurant experience? Oh, absolutely. Those are the yeah. best people. People just like well, you. Well, I was a bartender, so... You can grease some palms pretty easy. Yeah. It's easier. <laughs> it's much easier because... Look how easy this is. Although you're not on the crazy chef schedule. It's, uh... It's ready now. You're on a different schedule. There's no time to cry. You're there a little earlier. You're there a little yeah. later. You're hybrid. You get the falling action of the chef. As an acclaimed chef. Yeah. Which is the best part. That's the best part. I did both. I did front of the house, back of the house work. Keep your back straight. And there was one guy I worked with on the old omelet line serving brunch. Any chance of getting the real breakfast? Who was the classic, just motherfucking everybody up and down, swearing at every waitress, <laughs> hated everything. <laughs> Everybody, I hate this sauce, but loved me. You love making homemade sausages. We were the omelet bros. I got put on omelets because I was the only guy that Clark would stand next to for six hours. No, no, not six. And Clark was the best cook at the restaurant. So I was like, well, he can stand Dan, so I guess Dan does omelets. Now I love mm. making omelets. You're not kidding. He was really open to helping me learn how to cook properly, and that's the thing that they respect. Now, if we were doing this in China proper, is if you actually want to do good at the thing that they know. How the hell do they know that I got gas? And you don't care that they show up late and they still smell like whiskey and that he hit your car in the parking lot again. It doesn't matter because you did his prep for him and now we're set to go at open and no one's going to yell at Clark. You had his back. Boom. Bang! Poach your neck now. I wonder what made this guy such uh, a cuisine head. What? In the RAF, was he stationed somewhere? Hong Kong or Taiwan. He got a taste of the delicacies. What happened? So his records are still sealed. We don't have the right here in the old US of A. By the way, it's American made. So we can't FOIA their military records. So that's still under lock and key. Ah, that is very sneaky. The releasable information is that Wally was a senior aircraftman in the Royal Air Force from 1955 to 1960. I mean, we could probably just ask him. Yeah, I know the first question out of your mouth. He's still selling products. He has his own company. He's still making pitch videos. He's he's a madman. Again, it's like, this is his illness. This is his blessing and his curse. This guy told me about the both It's He's going yeah. to do this every day. So you're going to leave it on your counter, and you're going to want it there because you're going to use it every single day. It's great that he's still good at it. We watched a clip of one of his more recent videos before we uh, we came on to talk about The Great Walk, and he sounds exactly the same. All at the same time. Of course, he, he looks 30 years older because 30 years have passed. It really is a time saver. But he still sounds exactly like Wally Nash. Same beats, same speed, same little jabs and jokes. Maybe some harder opinions now. I dream about Biden. But the way that he's delivering things and just slinging it, it's all still there. The red thread of these crazy pitch men. Pound the meat with flavor. You can't really, everyone's a little bit different, but they just 
it's all they want to do. That's all they do. That's all I do. This is all they do, man. I'm going to do a couple more real quick. It's just they think that this is their talent. They're, you know, it's like a point guard's a point guard and a pitch man's a pitch man. Point guard. I had one more question, and this is going to be way off topic. What do you think they cut all the vegetables and the meat with? <laughs> the knives at the end. Uh-oh. Gull blade. It was 89, so if they didn't use the knives that we see at the end. So perfect, they call it the blade. beautiful eight matching stainless steel steak knives. Eight matching stainless steel steak knives. What you, are you conspiracying it, Mark, a little bit? No, no, no. That no. it's pre-cut I'm, I'm, stuff? That they're pre-cut gems? <laughs> I'm saying this is this is a whole thing that they threw those knives in at the end. You get the garnishing guide with easy to follow instructions for creating culinary masterpieces. Because how do you prep your food? Well, you're gonna need knives, and they obviously didn't go through any of that prep during oh, this okay. thing. And then, oh shit, we we got like five minutes left in the thirty yeah. minute spot we bought. Let's throw our knives in there. It was very strategic what they did. It was did. a horrible segue though. I got a bad bite. It was. I don't even have the bridge statement of but how are you gonna how are you gonna cut this stuff? Yeah. 13 surgical stainless steel blades. It's like, yeah. yeah. They just start talking easy. about other kitchen products. Yeah, that all sounds great. Now let's get to the food. They, I think they wanted them to look and feel separate. They were. <laughs> they didn't want you to be like, well, we also want 60 more dollars. Or whatever from you. Did they get a price on the knives? A special TV offer. You get all 13 surgical stainless steel blades for an unbelievable $39.95. Same as the walk, right? Yeah. Yep. 80 bucks isn't bad for a little kitchen arsenal, though. The complete 17-piece system. I know. You can prep, you can cook. You can spend yeah. more than that on just the Bullet Express. and Sure. All you get is shit Yule Hug Meatloaf. <laughs> With yeah. rosemary and ketchup on it. And now our 25 second rosemary turkey meatloaf. Side of spaghetti. <laughs> oh, God, don't even talk about that. Frozen turkeys aren't that cheap either. <laughs> Frozen uh, three fourths of a turkey. We're not going to wait that 35 gotcha. minutes because we don't have the time in the show. Great. Great. Well, I think as we continue to traverse the Great Walk, we might as well put on our. Yeah, we're not going to put anything on, but we are going to get to the Ronnie's. It's no secret that infomercials love to claim that the products they're pitching are award-winning, but let's not forget that they wouldn't have any of those fake awards without the hard work of the real stars of these infomercials. And that's why each week we hand out the Ronnies, our acknowledgement of the greatest moments and performances in these informative and supposedly objective works of art. Named in honor of the godfather and patron saint of TV pitchman, Ron Popeil. It is time once again for the time-honored tradition of the Ronnies. Insert gong sound here. They would. In 89, they would, yeah. Our first category is the treasure under there. There's a treasure underneath. Award for best value proposition, named in honor of Lynn Gerhardt. Thanks a lot, Lynn. How many are? It's from China. From the People's Republic of China. It's good value. It's healthy. Because we boil too much and we throw the best bits down the drain. We boil the color out of them. We throw the best bits down the drain. It's easy to clean. And the bamboo brush, that's a Chinese brillo pad. Because you just have to use water because it's so hot. Because all you need to get that wok clean at home is hot water right out of the tap. Which is true. And the bamboo brush. And it is versatile. It's one of the most versatile and useful pieces of the kitchen equipment you'll probably use and it's only taken 3,000 years to find Stir fry. Stir fry. Steam. A wisp of steam. Bake, boil, roast and deep fry. In fact, you can bake, boil, roast and deep fry as well. All right in your great wall. Well, 
I was going to go with easy clean, and then he poured the water into a garbage can. <laughs> we got a trash can right here. I can't go there. No liquids in the trash there, brother. Well, that's a restaurant uh, thing. Is it really? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think yeah. it was a garbage can in that case, but it could have been. So I can't I can't prove it. Oh, in this thing? This was I a don't know if it can. was, but we'd have to play the tape back. Back and to the left. You can't pull a sink out. He could have had a bar sink. He could have. But I don't know. Let's go back to the tape. Back. And to the no, left. it's a no-brainer. It's versatile. The most versatile kitchen appliance on the market today. That's it. It does everything. 64 different exercises. He showed you that it does everything. Hold on to your power rod. He showed you how to cook on it. Oh, wow. I can really feel this burning now. That feels great. In a demonstration. Randy and I put our patented power rod resistance to the challenge against some serious weightlifting. There's no question. Power rod? That this thing can't take away your microwave which they mentioned you can do put it in the microwave you oven know, reheat food in this thing use the chopstick oh, make it authentic uh, all the things you can do in an oven a dutch oven you put the the, the the lid on time dome now the lid we call a time dome time dome on it the time dome oh i love the time dome time dome the tie dome jake long sandy mccarthy and tie dome <laughs> <laughs> you can steam in it. This is it. And that's important to me. Yeah, I'm going with versatile. All right, so Mark is really pushing the versatility agenda. Dave, what do you think? I was going to do my usual spiel of going through all of them, but I'm just going to go. Please do. No. Okay. Uh, easy to clean was great because most of these things, they promise that and it looks. This actually is because it's a billion degrees and with things yep. with that hot, you shouldn't put anything other than water in them because that is really yep. dangerous. Yeah. And just give them a wipe <laughs> with your bamboo rods. That's a Chinese pillow pad. Hold on to your bamboo rods. Hold on to your power rods. And clean the thing, which looked awesome, by the way. It's healthy. I know everything that's in here, so it's all natural. It's very helpful. Great. It's versatile. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's tough to be. It's versatile, but. I gotta go with it's from China. I have to have my China. Because for two cold warriors, warriors. Arnold and Wally, in 2020. This is 2020. You know, promoting something from <laughs> from China. Oriental noodles. Is something that Americans should buy. That's amazing. Really amazing discovery. What a relic. And what a joke the world is. China, 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 China. So it's, it's from China. <laughs> It's not just from China. It's from the People's Republic of China. From the People's Republic of China. Mm-hmm. And when I heard yeah. that, I was like, oh, that, that mm-hmm. sounds weird and antiquated. Let me yeah. see if that's something we're allowed to say. I did not want to hurt myself. And it is still the People's Republic of yep. China. We just yeah. don't use the term anymore. It's still, yeah. the, it's still the PRC. I was like, oh, okay. Just for these two guys to be promoting yeah. the East like that. Create authentic oriental dishes. Purchasing mm-hmm. stuff from the East and proudly supporting something that's manufactured, not manufactured, but handmade, you know, right? Like hand-hammered. Yeah. Original hand-hammered walk. It's, uh, it was really funny, I thought. So I got to go with that. I think the other side of it is they enjoy very much profiting off of the Chinese. As victors and what they deserve as their spoils from winning the Cold War. <laughs> oh boy yeah. when uh wally shows up on screen did you like take a deep breath to be yeah. like who's gonna show up on screen is he gonna actually bring a chinese chef on here yes just like a chinese master chef because I-, I hoped he wouldn't and i was happy he brought a british <laughs> yeah. guy on here because i was like these guys are problematic to begin with are we early or something the name of the product <laughs> is problematic i really hope we just keep the Chinese people out of this. They sure do. Yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. I also thought that maybe more people would show up. Are we early or something? You know, that Wally wouldn't be yeah. the only guy. Or a woman. But it's almost like watching a regular movie and then watching a Tarantino movie 
Burlami. where like one scene is 30 minutes long. And at first you're like, oh man, it's not cutting to the next thing. Did the Roto Racer make the cut? And then you're 30 minutes and you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm just invested now. Wally's my guy. Au revoir, Shoshana. Au revoir, Shoshana. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is exactly like the opening of Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. keep waiting for it to tip. Yeah, yeah the only yeah. time that we see who we believe is a Chinese person hammering. is the quick cut of someone hammering out one of these yeah. for this hand-hammered walk. So the problematic nature of it is very present in this. And I think leads us to our next, Ronnie. But before we head wait, there, wait, wait, yeah, you got, you? you got a rubber game. You, you got to decide. You, 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 you got to trust you. me with my transitions, babe. We're getting there. But as we head that way, the winner is going to be that it is from the People's Republic of China. They <laughs> yes. keep going back to the three thousand years of thought, and it's only taken three thousand years to find the it. The fact that it's hand hammered and that it's the same as you'd see in a Chinese restaurant, although they might be bigger. You ever go to a Chinese restaurant? I like that, and I do think that it is really a key differentiator because even though the other things that we've seen in a lot of other kitchen products can do all these same things in a much shittier fashion, this actually does them truly. None of them admit that they're from China. By the way, it's American made. It's not made in Hong Kong or Taiwan. It's made here in the good old USA. Well, they are almost certainly made and manufactured there. But this Mm -hmm. one, being honest, I respect transparency in this country. This country. So congratulations to the Great Walk of China being true to its roots. Use the chopsticks. Make it authentic. Just like a Chinese master chef. China. From the People's Republic of China. And it's only taken 3,000 years to find it. I have to have my China. Well, we touched on it a little bit, some of the humor, air quote humor, and our next category is going to be the Art Yucko Award for Best Joke. I'll say it looks like a piece of Art Yucko now. So, we'll try to remain close to, but not quite on the third rail, and we'll sum up Arnold's two Confucius Say bits at the beginning, where he talks about opening fortune cookies as... Uh, A co-nominee just for Arnold's Confucius Say fortune cookie bit at the top. Ah, Confucius Say, he who changed his channel, missed out on big surprise. Let's get another one. Ah, this one say, hmm, best way to man's heart is through stomach. And what's pleasing to eye, pleasing to appetite. Our next nominee and heavy favorite is Wally's joke, highlighting the moment that you guys were just talking about where we're getting introduced to this product. Arnold's there. Wally comes out, and he asks him, what is an Englishman doing uh, showing us how to use a walk? And Wally deadpans right back. Well, we used to have a great Chinese chef working here before I got the job, but nobody could understand the word he said. (laughs) Insert crickets. That's funny. Definitely problematic. (laughs) It's incredible is what it is. Incredible, baby. I still think it's a good joke, too, to be honest with you. It's definitely rude. (laughs) Nothing you should say at work. Can you see that working? That was pretty good. And really caught me off guard to the point where I was I didn't know what direction the infomercial was going to go from there. Did somebody say muffins? Because that happens about two minutes in. And I was like, whoa, is this going to be some incredible anti-East non-propaganda that we're going to watch? Or is it going to come back? Luckily, it came back. It it swung all (laughs) the way back the other way. It was just like, oh, Wally's just being cute. And that was his one extra silly joke. The other nominees are, and there's a bunch of them, so bear with as he's um, talking about the, the quality of the meat. 
as he's cooking. You will find the cheaper cuts of meat have usually got the better flavour, and that's why stingy people like what? Now, my boss is stingy as well, and that's why you don't get much meat. He throws digs, but it's that military in him that you can't really tell if that's actually a joke. When things don't work out as planned, it's time for dialogue. Or if it's just kind of like part of his, like, strap up your boots, lads, we're going out. And, you know, like, you, you can't mm-hmm. tell if it's a joke or if he's just like saying it to kind of keep you in his rhythm. Not the harp, but like he didn't have a lot of meat. There wasn't, there wasn't a was lot of meat. So like, there yeah. was a reason there was not a lot of meat. Was So... It could almost not be a joke. Right. I think it might be right. He's British. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. He might just be a dick, but we laugh because he's, like, he's British. Like, <laughs> I Ricky Gervais. He's, he's, he can, yeah, I'm on roast mode right now. I'm also on boil mode, steam mode. Come on, guys. His next nominated joke. Now, you may have noticed there's a big trend towards Chinese cooking at this time. I think the only people not following that trend are my Chinese friends, and they're all eating in McDonald's and Burger King. So he has Chinese friends. Mm. He wouldn't have told that first joke if you had Chinese <laughs> friends. But... <laughs> yeah. No, that's why he can tell that joke, maybe My best friend is Chinese. <laughs> that's the oldest Cold War uh, cooking book right <laughs> Wally's next nominee. Now, we don't use the ring on electric burners, barbecue grills, or Corningware stoves. You could die of malnutrition waiting for your walk to get hot. It will never get hot oh, enough to use properly. Yeah, that was good. It's like a cute instructional joke because oh, yeah. you're going to die of malnutrition. Nice. Next up. Now, my vegetables are ready now. They're always ready when I stop talking. Cute. What was that? That was weird. That's like the sports center. The guy makes an error in the field, and then he comes up and stands like, but look who's coming to the plate next. It always comes out that way because that's how we yelled it. Here he is, the 2-2. Two, two, and two and one, the count. It's like, uh, oh, yeah. Can... Okay. <laughs> Next nominee. Now, this is not China. We know very well where we are here. Paper towels to the rescue. The quicker picker up. <laughs> Paper towels not exist in China in 1989? I don't know. And also, why would he give Bounty a, a, a nod right there? He also gives Kikoman. I'm using Kikoman's because I like it. And it's my kitchen. I can use anything I like. Choy. Yeah, he... If you feel happier with a brand name, you recognize... Uh, like Choi, Chungking, Tiling, one of those will do. He's got some faves. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, Wally, Wally had some pull, right? He's he's getting some, he's playing some side pocket. Good for him. You think he had some bad brawny experience? What's wrong, Eli? The brawny, the brawny awards? Yeah. Here in the West, we scoop things up, scum, what have you, and we throw it out. We forget about it. <laughs> no, don't throw it in the trash can. We throw it in the trash with the water. <laughs> And our last nominee for Wally's Joke Corner in the Art Yucko Award, he goes with... First of all, without even haggling, we're going to take $10 off the price. Now, we don't do this because we love you or we like you. We don't even know you. But we sell more walks in one day at this show than most stores sell in a whole year. All right. Uh, that's pretty good. That's got to be like a military thing left over. You're going to have lasagna for tonight. You'll have it for Wednesday, next oh. Sunday. And you know, you could even freeze it and serve it next week. I'm not saying this because I love you or I like you. Yeah, I mean, the Chinese jabs yep, really good. don't. Mark, go don't. Ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, No, but I think I might have to go somewhere else. They're really, they're pretty bad. Oh, gosh. It's not so much that they're blatantly racist as they are elitist. <laughs> British. It's like the West won. Well, I think American and, and British. It's like good old USA. Good. the West won. Who cares about these other countries? And here's our chance to make fun of them. French champagne. It's very like competition boast. I'm gonna do a couple more real quick. It's definitely mm-hmm. actually racist, but what's it's wrong, more... Eli? What's wrong, Eli? <laughs> <laughs> right. It reads more like that to me. 
And that's why I am going to pick. Mark, I know which one he's going to pick. I'll tell you if I was right. I think he's picking the one I'm picking. What do you guys think I'm going to pick? Paper towels. With a paper towel, not a brush? Nope. Golden arches. You're not in the burger business. Nope. I'm going the malnutrition one because I think <laughs> you could die of malnutrition waiting for your walk to get hot. Is it still hot out there? Is an actual joke. The other <laughs> ones aren't actually jokes. God, that is very sneaky. They're kind of like him being a dick. Dump it in. Dump, dump it, it in. in. Right. Dump it in. Don't thing. talk to me. Dump right. it in. I think this was his actual, this is when he stepped out and he did his five minutes uh, on open mic night. But seriously, we're having a lot of fun here. So I'm going with that one. Damn, Dave, none of these age well. Yeah. But the one that ironically just doesn't age well the most is the paper towels one because. Now, this is not China. We know very well where we are here. We would all take using a regular towel and washing it over just throwing away paper towels at this point. I can actually take an old washcloth once the QRB softened the varnish and swipe it clean. I think. And that he's using this as like a brag, like, oh, have you heard of paper towels sort of thing? <laughs> have you heard of styrofoam? What's wrong, Eli? And <laughs> yeah, have you heard of QRB, drink QRB? Pretty confident of this product. So I, I think he thought this was awesome in 89. And sure. It didn't age well, not from a, a, a racist standpoint, but. Stop laughing. It's not funny. A sustainability of this, uh, this yeah. earth standpoint. So. A green table. Joke's on you, brother. I feel like we're going to split. Yeah. yeah. We're in a damn. Because obviously the opener is the best joke because that is ridiculous. <laughs> Part of a great joke is having the courage to tell it. I want to apologize. And whether that courage <laughs> is fueled by uh, artistic vision or. Let me see that. Just blind ignorance. Maybe a little bit racism you want me to kiss your that's right apologize that's where you gotta go it's gotta be the hazel moment good morning it's the pivot point of the whole thing because when he says that you're wondering what am i gonna watch like why did dan send this to me this is dangerous never know what dangers are behind this wall (laughs) am i gonna be on a list now like does dan have a problem with chinese people what's going on 1989 what are you gonna do they didn't mean it harshly we hope i think wally meant it (laughs) That joke is the best joke. That's why it's the Art Yucko Award winner. Well, we used to have a great Chinese chef working here before I got the job, but nobody could understand the word he said. <laughs> we head over in our kitchen to the junk drawer for the junk drawer award for best piece of the package. If you want to see what 13 inches looks like. So we're going to exclude the walk itself what? because I feel like that's so clearly the best thing and we all actually like what it is sure. and what they're doing. And since this is for the junk drawer and this dreary dresser, the walk will into a dream be exempt from consideration here because that's not going to the junk drawer. This cheerless chest. You're going to want on your counter. You, you want to see it every day. You're going to use it every day. This is a unit that if you have it, you will use it. All right. So our nominees are the time dome. Now the lid we call a time dome. I love that. It's called the time dome. The time dome. It tells you when your food is done. Wally, cute. The four-piece utensil set. Now, the utensils are also interesting. Which includes the original Chan Chinese spatula. That's the Chan for stir-fry. The matching ladle for soup, stews, and casseroles. That's the ladle for soup, stews, and rice. The brass strainer, perfect for deep-fried draining. The strainer is made from brass, which is a cold metal. It dissipates heat quickly. Use that when you're deep-frying. The oil will cling to the cool metal rather than to your hot food. And the bamboo brush for easy cleanup. And the bamboo brush, that's a Chinese Brillo pad. Nice. Power run. Also... The fabulous recipe book with 42 original oriental dishes served in famous Chinese restaurants. The cookbook, What Cooking for Beginners. Now, the book is very, very good. It has 42 recipes in there. 20 chopsticks. Use the chopsticks. Oh, Make it authentic. Okay. To serve your feast, 
of authentic oriental style pieces at all times. Okay. More than enough. And last but certainly not least, even though it was last and definitely the least important part of the show, the 19-piece knife set, which is clumsily thrown in at the end. <laughs> Uh-oh. Dull blade. And, and just to kind of get things started, I like those utensils. Utensils. I'm a utensil man. I have a universal gym at home. And since he walked us through the purpose and uses of each one of them, C-H-A-N. I was into all four pieces, the chan, the ladle, the strainer, and the brush for cleanup. So for my money, my money that I don't have to pay extra to receive as part of my $39.95 plus S&H for this package is definitely the four-piece utensil set. Dave, I don't know if you're going to go there as well, but I have to go there because my first one was talking about versatility and the four-piece utensil set utensil. is versatile on any part of the kitchen you want to do. I mean, we all have ladles. Like, we all have all, all these different things, but these go together. And look at the shape of the ladle. It's designed to be used in conjunction with the chan. And it's nice when you have things in your kitchen that do go together to do a lot of different things. So Ingredients. there's absolutely no question. If this were a different infomercial, we're here! and we were having more fun with it. Let your kids have fun doing all the decorating. You'd have to go with the time <laughs> Now All good walks come with a You dome. just like the name. Right. You just like that said Ty Domi. <laughs> it looks cool, but it also looks like <laughs> the kind of thing that Ron would just throw this on. <laughs> Lauren, grab me the time dome. Hey, Dad. Now turn this manual crank to 14 minutes. It's so Because we don't have the time. Actually, he would never do that. Is that nice? Because it's too cool over me. I got to show you this other product okay. over here. It's called Ron Popeil's No Mess Food Coating Shaker. He would fuck it up. Two steps. And now I'll show you how to do the turkey in just two steps. Yes, utensil set, and I won't go into too much detail, but they're all, it's authentic. Authentic Oreo. They're seemingly authentic. Just like a Chinese master chef. Things. It's not junk. Well, that's good. And the bamboo brush. You can looks amazing and i really want to use it it was like fun awesome. being someone in their mid-30s 64 who doesn't love cleaning but i hate cleanup realizes you have to clean yeah. every day or else yeah. you're gonna hate yourself mm -hmm. yep i'm in no nope. i'm in on bamboo i want to use it too i use stupid paper towels yeah. on my walk i can take a piece of notebook paper i never say quicker picker upper before any of the regardless of what brand we have in the house this is called the quick painter <laughs> <laughs> i mean now i do i can't believe this i'm telling now, you Mike. My daughter does too, but I never did before. Now, none of you have ever made homemade pasta before, am I correct? Yes, so what are you going to do? But yeah, and just one more point on the time dome. We call a time dome. It was also <laughs> a opportunity for Wally to be cute and make sure that we don't play peekaboo cooking. What we try not to do in the walk is play peekaboo cooking. Oh, thank you, Dan. Oh, I love that line. Yeah. That's really good. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Tim Apple. Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. You don't want to have a peekaboo dogfight. If you're looking <laughs> over your shoulder for potential MIGs, then you're in trouble. Peekaboo, nice pickup, Dan. Peekaboo street cooking. Dan, do you think we'll <laughs> come back to the blade or is the blade done? Uh-oh. Dull blade. Let's talk about them. I mean, while, while we're here, they, they were a nominee because they were a piece of the package. It's the last thing the spy gets in the Cold War. Here's your knife if things get too hairy. GLH means great looking hair. <laughs> Mark, what do you want to get off your, your chest? It was crazy he was using that butcher's knife on that uh, that raw shrimp. He did coconut shrimp. It was so, oh, it was like uh, extra firepower <laughs> to, to not really do that much. So I the point, you don't have to celebrate, Frank. I thought that whole piece was amazing. I know you guys hate it, and I know you hate the products. <laughs> oh, I love it. I just thought it was so blue. 
blatantly like, we have to get rid of these knives. <laughs> we have to. Order right now, and we'll also include this professional 310-piece contractor's drill Like, we have no more room for br- bamboo yeah. brushes because we have knives. Yeah, the blade, the knife stuff is Arnold stuff. And over here, my cousin Arnold, who wants to show you my fabulous Showtime knife. So I feel like this was him... Yeah. Being like, hey, yeah. I'm the name. Hi, what's your name? I'm the known commodity. You can come on my show and sell your walks. He's like, but I'm going to push some knives too. Plunging right in. <laughs> His nickname is The Knife. Or how about a saw that cuts carpet without a snag? He's Arnold The Knife Morris. Hi, what's your name? So it's not surprising that he does this. The slice the tomato and then straighten it out thing. I fucking love that. He's lonely. He likes to be surrounded by tomatoes. So yeah. satisfying. Yeah. He's been doing this forever. That was Arnold doing that? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. That was fantastic. Mm. Yeah, he's he's the knife, man. You gotta sneak him in. Quick question on the knife. You're gonna cook with Do him? any of you guys have knife skills? The brand name is Skill. Because mine are yeah. Zilcho, man. Triple zero. I still do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you no. were prep. Yeah, Yeah. I used, to, I used to be like a solid, like, B-plus knife skill guy. Mm-hmm. Now I'm probably... Like a C minus. Oh, <laughs> that's not hard at all. Mark, do you have any knife skills? Tires don't count. Uh, not that I can <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> I can't do it. Horrible knife skills. Oh, oh gosh. Well, you can cook. You cook okay. I look okay. You cook okay. Not too bad. I can yeah. cook, but I can't use one of the. I, I mean, minor shit. I just order my food pre-cubed, pre-cut, and I cook, and I cook great. Yeah. I'm pretty excited <laughs> about it. The one thing I did really like in the knife walkthrough was the fruit display summer fruit pasta where if to cut up oh, yeah. all the fruit because that was also something i had to do at the restaurant that clark taught me was how to make fruit displays so whoa that's incredible like cutting up the the watermelons and melons stacking them properly got any berries i could still do it out of muscle memory it's like i'm working a muscle against a muscle i did that so many sunday mornings in a row i could still set up a mean fruit display that's very very easy it was pretty lazy Get off your butt, man. but you know it, it fit the bill and people kept picking that that unwashed fruit back to their tables and crushing it. So so yeah, foodborne illness and the the four piece utensil set. I think mate no, we'll just give it to the utensil set for the juncture award for best piece of the package. Well done. Four piece handmade utensil set. Once again, this is the chan which the Chinese use for stir fry, shaped to fit the contour of the wok. This is the ladle for soup, stews, and rice, and the two fit together for picking things up and serving. The brass strainer they use for deep fry, and also for any any form of straining. And of course, the bamboo brush, the Chinese Brillo pad, we use this for cleaning. Wait, can I ask one Clark question? Yes, you can ask all the questions. Clark is fully on the table. I know he's not listening. I always had to clean up all Clark stuff. Yeah, go ahead. With Clark specifically brunch. Any chance of getting a real breakfast? No, he also grilled. Pound the meat with flavor. He also cooked in it. He was a long cook. He did everything. He would day prep. He would just take shifts. But Mike, not only can people save money. He just needed cash. They can make money. <laughs> but he was skilled. So you said he liked to throw them back every now and then? So he's recovered. So he's the only sober guy there and the guy who wanted to drink more than anybody. God, not so loud. Hey, what about a bit of the hair of the dog that bit you? So he was so, so bitter, hated everybody except for the people he liked and you were family. This is my cousin Giorgio from Italy. So he was definitely that guy. He, he abrazed everybody out of the 30 or 40 64. servers that you know rotated through. There's maybe like six that he could stand. No, no, not six. Maybe one of the uh, one or two other line cooks that he liked. I was the only prep person he, he would even bother talking to. Hi, what's your name? So, yeah, Clark was a, a tough nut to crack. Add some nuts. But I definitely learned more 
<laughs> about cooking from that guy. I want to look like that guy. Than anyone else in my six or seven years in the kitchen. No, no, not six. <laughs> I said seven. I'm make a man out of you. It was funny. Mm. Like I saw him swearing up and down in the manager because the linen guy was late and they didn't have the chef coats with the types of buttons he liked. Push the button down to extrude. Like the fabric knot buttons. Steam relaxes the fabric. Not the, the button buttons. Buttons here. And he lost his shit mm. for like nine minutes yelling at this guy because they were late with the, the coats. Because That's he could. Because awesome. that was his right. This country. He was Clark. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I can yeah. cook in any goddamn place in the city. I, I was like, go. Awesome. I was like, so I guess I'm just setting up myself because you're yelling at Doug Clark. He's like, great. Amazing. <laughs> this is a fun, abusive relationship. Cool. <laughs> Welcome to a restaurant. Yeah. Do you like hot fudge Sundays? Yes. But yeah. Uh, God bless Clark and God bless the Rosemary Meatloaf Award for Best Dish. So like we mentioned, we only saw one dish get prepared. We hear about a lot of others that are described, but our nominees are those that are pictured, that are described and shown on screen. So our nominees are fried rice, delicious fried rice in minutes, pepper steak, pepper steak, shrimp, shrimp, fried chicken and shrimp, Pink fried chicken and shrimp, fresh vegetables bursting with color, prepare fresh vegetables bursting with color, simple crepes, omelets, make simple crepes and omelets, scrumptious barbecue ribs and beer, scrumptious barbecue ribs in beer, and Perfect popcorn. The perfect popcorn maker. I got it. It's easy. It's it's the perfect popcorn. <laughs> a popcorn maker. It's the best thing they make be, just because they would come in really hot with what the producer Because it's call a walk. Authentic Chinese music <laughs> in the commercial. And then by the end of it, they're making popcorn in the thing. They're making popcorn like, and ranch roses. Now what do? It's very clear what they're trying to do. They're trying to make you use this on, on the 4th of July, hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. So yeah, You can popcorn, put your keys in it. You can throw hats in there. We don't fucking care. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> A couple M80s. <laughs> yeah, I was too hypnotized <laughs> by what it should do. Should we stop? Can we stop? I like that. I like that though, Mark. I like the that. fresh vegetables bursting with color, and which are al dente, which Wally seems to really dislike. It's just the way the Chinese do it. They're slightly underdone because that's just the way Chinese people like. Yeah. They don't know any better. <laughs> that was the. I was like, Ugh. and again, you didn't quite go all the way in, but no. You wanted he, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked like an interesting way to steam up the veggies, and I liked that. I'm not going to pick it, though, because the fried chicken and shrimp. Pink fried chicken and shrimp. Which I never would have thought you could do in a walk. I've never had bread that moist before. But, you know, boiling the oil or, you know, heating the oil. It takes about 13 minutes to heat up the oil. Dipping in some fried chicken or shrimp, and then with the... Yeah, strainer. a little strainer. Yeah. I was like, that, what a cool way to fry chicken. That looks crazy. Is that crazy good? I liked that. Yeah. I wonder if it, pro and I bet the wok like, controls the, yeah. the splash yeah. out too, because it got them high Very walls, curious. which is pretty nice. Well, that's good. But man, I can't believe that you guys were into the ribs, because he talks about them too. He made me hungry talking about the ribs. You put the ring inside. Steam the ribs in the beer for 20 minutes before you barbecue. Is that why? Do you have the, the 501 yeah. fryer baggage, yes. where you have to steam up the ribs yeah. to get the beer flavor mm. in? for 20 minutes to tenderize the meat it also flavor steams your food by using water and not a great visual i think there was a better visual of the fried chicken of the vegetables of that one it was you saw the ribs getting cut but i was like eh, i kind of need to see this happening i actually think they didn't demonstrate good enough the ring and how to use it within the walk outside of the walk we said that though yeah i didn't yeah. understand the ribs i i get it 
beer at scrumptious barbecue ribs i don't know how he did it i didn't really get to see him do it i'd like to see that demonstration before i make that call i guess i just like ribs and beer so when i heard those two things i was like that's where i'm going i didn't care about the (laughs) about what was on the show i i heard things that i like separate and that's that's what i want he jangled his keys in front i get it (laughs) exactly piece candy piece candy we got a hung jury on this one you're losing me my jury but i think if we gotta tip the scale slightly because of being the rosemary meatloaf award which skews to the slightly more absurd <laughs> predilections. It's perfect popcorn. Yes. It's the fact that you're right, where it starts out with... We won the Cold War, Dan. We did. <laughs> we won the Cold War, and we've won the Hot War on the walk, baby. We're having perfect popcorn. <laughs> if anyone at home likes popcorn, now that's real Chinese. Put the kernels and the oil into the middle, put the dome on the top again, put it onto the highest heat you've got, give it a good shake-up. One of the best and biggest popcorn makers you've used its own. All right, our final Ronnie category is the Nancy Nelson. Why did I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Award for best tip or innovation. The hammer dents being intentional and good and on purpose and a part of what cooking. Inside the wok, the indentations, the marks from the hammering have been left in there. Now, it is those hammer marks which are helping to hold the food up to the side, but still allowing the liquids to drain and collect in the middle. Blew my mind. Love that. And the second nominee is the versatility of the ring. Many Asian people still call this a fire ring. That it's not just something to use under the wok as you're you're heating it, using it as a way, part of the, the heat conduction as part of the element, but also putting it inside the wok to use to hold things up so you can power steam fry a rack of ribs, steam fry a roast. I was like, whoa, you can steam fry <laughs> your meats with this. The fact that you can put boiling oil in the bottom and move the things up, the design, the whole design in general, I think yeah. I'm going to have to make an argument for it. Maybe we should have called this the award for these guys don't know walks. Yeah. Or maybe we just call it like the walk this way award. Nailed it. Because that's the whole thing. The vertical design and the hammer dads, I think those go hand in hand. The intentional structure of the wall. Exactly, yeah. I, I, exactly? I, that's right. You can make omelets. Ooh, you make omelets. Bacon and eggs. Hand. Okay. Which is your favorite. Yeah, omelets, my favorite. Nachos, anybody? Yes, it's the, it's the high walls, it, the holding the foods on the side. It's the juices leaking down to to the bottom. Like, Why didn't we think of that 3,000 years ago? You're going to cook dummies. I know. I know. So. Nancy would be proud of us for being honest with ourselves. That's what it's I It's the full fucking thing. It's the whole design <laughs> of the whole thing. The utensils that go along with it. It's it's hard to... C-H-A-M. It's, it's hard to deny that this thing was not years and years and well thought out. It took me over 10 long years to invent a fryer. It's funny thinking about it because every pan in my house is flat. You can get gloss flat and satin are the same bottle flat to the stove acted as a stovetop and an oven all in one you're so close-minded i can't believe you'd say that yeah i mean it's a very like you know (laughs) stoned college kid thing to say but it's like man i mean you're thinking flat flat incredible baby incredible flat what if it was a cup but but really (laughs) i mean it looks cool and it It won't work though because all your spatulas are flat you dummy yeah, right, right. Uh, uh, uh. right, right. <laughs> That's industry. Aren't we so fucked up from like Teflon too? And like not being able to use metal on metal. I'm cutting metal. 
these days like this was like a breath of fresh air when i saw this because i was like not only does it fit the contours of of the walk i'm not afraid of like scraping metal on metal it's like i'm working a muscle against a muscle i want one yeah (laughs) very workmanlike yeah you know this with the tools beautiful so shout out to the People's Republic. <laughs> well done on this one. That's why we didn't think of it. Maybe we would have if we were in China 3,000 years ago and didn't have the... That was <laughs> the other thing, too, is when Wally's talking about the reasons for for what cooking, it's like Chinese people didn't yeah. have time to cook, so they cook things hot. I, like, okay. I don't know about that one. That one feels the flimsiest of all of your... Hi- all of your history. Do you remember that part when he was like, yeah, I'd, I'd walk this flat earth to China right now just to tell him that this walk is, is great. Do you remember that part? No? Well, this has been a real rowdy dow, a real romp, a lot of fun. <laughs> I feel like I could more properly prepare a stir fry now than I could 28 and a half minutes ago. Just like a Chinese master chef. I wish I had a walk. Not just any walk. I want a hand hammered walk the original hand hammered walk i want a beauty and there's no way you can get a walk of this quality for 40 dollars today either that was the other thing that kind of bummed me out i was like this is a fantastic deal mm. i really felt this probably more than any other infomercial where it wasn't the the pole peel deal where you get your product and then the value is in that he's sending you all of his other products too as tax for buying the thing that you you came here for this is an apparently good product that does a good thing that seemed like a reasonable price at, at 40 bucks. I don't want to queeze an art. It's not like know? this. It's not like this one was sold. It's not like it's not hand hammered, you know, it's designed like one. But finally guys, congratulations. Thank you. We won the cold war. <laughs> <laughs> did it. No repercussions. You know, <laughs> we won. Isn't that a great? <laughs> Well, God bless Arnold and the Great Walk, and God bless the U.S. of A. God bless you, boys. God bless you, too. God bless you very much. Did someone sneeze? Come on, guys. We're having a good time here. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you all for tuning in. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, or follow on your preferred podcast medium. And for all things Call Now, visit callnowpodcast.com. And if you want to connect with the boys, you can find them at Call Now Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, or send them an email at callnowpodcast at gmail.com. And if you can't fight the urge to pick up the phone and call now, you can leave them a voice message at 617-356-7439. And if you call in the next 30 minutes, you might just be the next star of Call Now. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Call Now. This has been a B-plus effort. We'll try harder next time.